I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World. Colombia's capital of Bogota has a combative new mayor. Gustavo Petro was sworn in on Sunday. Petro was a senator who denounced links between powerful politicians and paramilitary death squads. He also used to belong to a leftist guerrilla group. As John Otis reports from Bogota, Petro must now pivot from government antagonist to CEO of a city of 8 million people. The Bogota Philharmonic played the city anthem as Gustavo Petro prepared to receive the mayoral sash. Petro, who is 51, has spent most of his life opposing the powers that be. In the 1960s and 70s, leftists like Petro were frozen out of Colombian politics. That gave rise to several rebel insurgencies that tried to overthrow the government. As a teenager, Petro joined one of these rebel groups, the M-19. Although he was arrested, imprisoned, and tortured, Petro tells me he has no regrets. Societies always need rebels, he says. There was Washington, Bolivar, Robespierre. Then came later generations of rebels. They changed the world. In 1989, the M-19 disbanded. Petro and other M-19 members received amnesties and formed a political party. He is the son of a peace process. Daniel Garcia Peña, a former government peace negotiator, met Petro soon after he laid down his weapons. He came to the conclusion that the armed struggle had no possibility of successfully changing Colombia. He saw how the armed struggle led to the creation of many of the paramilitary groups, and uh, he was convinced that the moment for uh, armed revolt in Colombia had passed. Petro eventually won a seat to the lower house of Congress and was then elected senator. In 2006, Petro stood up on the Senate floor to denounce many of his fellow lawmakers. He accused them of collaborating with far-right paramilitaries who trafficked drugs and murdered thousands of Colombians. He said, by cutting deals with the paramilitaries, these lawmakers turned over governing powers to the worst criminals this continent has seen in recent decades. Petro received a flurry of death threats, but one-third of Colombia's legislators ended up under investigation, on trial, or in prison. Lo hizo alcalde, definitivamente. Francisco Anzola is a Bogotá politician and boyhood friend of Petro's. He says the Senate speeches raised Petro's stature and paved the way for his election as mayor, often seen as a launching pad to the presidency. But critics question Petro's moral authority given his membership in the M-19. The group occupied the Palace of Justice in a 1985 siege that left more than 100 dead. Petro has said he wasn't involved in the violence, but former President Alvaro Uribe has called Petro a guerrilla disguised as a politician. And guerrilla groups that continue to fight against the Colombian government despise Petro. Former peace negotiator Garcia Peña says that's because Petro's success proves that armed uprisings are no longer necessary. The triumph of Petro in Bogota is a sign that it's possible through the democratic process for the left to, uh, to achieve power. 
Despite the festive atmosphere at the inaugural, Petra takes over a city with crumbling streets, monster traffic jams, and a widening kickback scandal that landed the last Bogota mayor in jail. But in his speech, Petro's biggest applause line was his plan to deal with rising crime. Instead of more police, he proposed a ban on carrying weapons in the city. In some ways, it was a nod to his guerrilla past. As Petro reminded his audience, the M19 laid down its weapons 23 years ago. Today, Bogota's new mayor stands as Exhibit A that disarmament can work. For The World, I'm John Otis in Bogota. Thank you.